And I told them to shut up, and they didn't shut up, and they kept whispering, and I muted it again. Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. <laughs> fucking plebs. Brought to you by squeaky chairs and coffee. The fucking plebs. Oh, you you, so if you tell me you're going to unmute me, I'm going to troll you. Gotcha. It's and your show, so you can go suck a fat great. one. <laughs> well, the best part is, is that, is that. You said you said it, and he didn't have his headphones on, and he was like, "Okay, sorry, like I'll do." And yeah, he, he started like, talking. <laughs> I, I was okay. Anyway, oh, man, my face hurts. No, uh, no. strength plus matter space. A trio of <laughs> internet basement dwellers that bring you the news and views every week from Wildstar Online. Look at your beard and tell me differently. Look at my what? Look at your beard and tell me differently. What's wrong with my beard? That is, I think I'm kidding. My name is Doc, and I have always, always with me, Krug. Hi, I'm Krug, and my beard is magnificent. And Indigo. And Indigo. I'm Indigo, and I can tell that the coffee has finally hit Doc. Right? I literally <laughs> chugged uh, I, I bought a cup, this whole mug, like, to the brim within the 40 minutes between quarter up and STOS, so I'm a little jazzed. No one gives a fuck. Right? Oh, hopefully. This show would suck if that's the case. Krug, how was your week? My week was great. I um was moving servers all week, and it was really fun. Uh, and then I thought I got fired, but I didn't. Yeah. I thought I got fired, but I didn't. So, uh, one of the people that works for my company walks into the room and says, Hey, thanks for doing all this work over the weekend, moving all these servers. And I was like, you're welcome. And he's like, yeah, don't bother coming in on Monday. And I was like, (laughs) that's the nicest firing you've ever heard of. You know, he probably was getting you back for the time that you told another person that you work for the company that you were putting your two weeks in. That was funny. I, I said I'm giving him two weeks notice because I'm taking a vacation. That's what I said. Uh, but yeah, so it ended up being that he wanted to give me Monday off, but he had a very, very stupid way of saying it. Uh, so I'm not fired. So my week was fucking fantastic because I still have a job. So that's where I'm at. Indigo, how was your week? Uh, My week was great. Uh, Got to go do the basement, which was super fun. Really enjoyed that. So those of you that don't know. Uh, The basement is a a uh, 45-minute timed uh, basically puzzle or quiz that you have to do with a group of people. And if you don't, it's themed horror themes. You all die. Yeah, actually, the, the, the theme behind it was is that after 45 minutes, if you don't succeed, the serial killer pumps gas into the basement in which you are in and he comes down and kills each one of you and eats you i want to do this you want to do it and fail does the failure excite you no there are some people that i would love to take something like this and just see how they react to it knowing like that's the 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 failure the failure state well indigo has to go again because i didn't go this time because i forgot to buy tickets so yeah well, I, I want to go again, but I want to. It was a group of twelve people, and there are other ones that are smaller groups, and uh, so I'd really like to do one of the other ones. Uh, and so uh, there, 
it, it's a really cool premise. It's all horror, horror theme. There was another act. There was an actor in there that was running around screaming, which was really fun. But it's all like brain puzzle quizzes, you know, oh. like, you know, there's blood splatter on the wall and it says, you know, I'm not going to give anything horrible away. But, uh, you know, it's blood splatter and it says, when the temperature rises, blah, 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 is your only escape. And you're in this tiny little chain link fence. And the only thing in there is a thermometer on the wall. And if you take the thermometer off. There's a key and it allows you to exit the cage. Ooh. Like that's that's your first like spoilers. Jeez. Hmm. Uh, yeah. If you don't get it, if you takes you 45 minutes to get out of that room, I'm I'm thoroughly you deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would never live in that movie anyway. No. But I yeah, love it, Halloween because of stuff like this. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that was a ton of fun and uh, I had a great time doing it. So yeah, that nice. was my way. Doc, what about you? Now that you're finally awake. Now that I'm finally awake, <laughs> I've worked a lot this week. Uh, it kind of ebbs and flows i didn't get a whole lot done but i had a fantastic weekend uh it it was i just haven't had a chance to play any games and i'm okay with it this weekend uh, i've been kind of away so i do apologize in advance that i might not seem as on the ball with the notes this week so totally but we have some pretty cool stuff to talk about i'm just gonna keep it at that and i know last week everyone said on the straw poll do internet speed dating and it, there's a story i'll tell after the podcast or the, for people that are on the stream it's not as pleasant as, as it sounds. <laughs> but let's continue to the strange tales of this week. So first and foremost, we do know it's our first full week back into free-to-play reloaded the game update. Yes, it's free-to-play. Some of you people should really go out and download it. Just saying. We did get patch notes, but nothing big in the sense of class balances and whatnot. And that's kind of what we're really looking for when we're talking about it more in depth on SUS. A lot of it is fixes on some crashing stuff for the launcher, UI issues that got cleaned up. So it's not a whole big thing. We would, well, we're gonna put the link in the description and we're gonna put the link in the show notes. We do implore you to check it out. Obviously you'll need an account to view it because it's gonna be from the official forums, but hey, it's free, you can go do it now. Actually, that's not the case anymore. Oh, oh. Yeah, you can just Oh yeah, it's just open, right? Yeah, so you can just go. Even better. You just click the fucking link and then you're there. Welcome to the future, guys. Magic powers. <laughs> Even better. Magic powers. Yeah, so it's it's official live patch notes, nothing for the pizza that's been fixed. Uh, we haven't had any information yet about the next game update. And I don't think PCR is currently up. It is not. It's not up anymore. We're waiting for our first big, like, chunk of information about the next game update. Well, we did get a little chunk of information. Speaking of which, Krug? Oh, we got got a leak. (laughs) Well, that's not what I'm talking about. We did get a leak, but that's not what I'm talking about. We'll go into the leak later. Don't worry, guys. Uh, The piece of information that I'm talking about is a post about economy and trade skill changes that I'm actually kind of excited about. Like, most of these are really cool. Uh, (laughs) Did you guys have a chance to read through them? Yes, yes. Yes. I'm thoroughly excited about a couple of them. Yeah, it's a a lot of really good quality of life things that they're looking to implement. I don't, they didn't give a timeline. They didn't give, like, any expectations of when to see these things. Although they did say that these things will be going on to PTR before they make it to the live server. So, yeah. oh, of course. Well, I'll have a chance And as to, always, this is more of a disclaimer because this whole part right here could completely change and not exist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about saying it's going to PTR, which is like, okay, we might change the way this works and we might decide that this isn't working at all and not do it. There's so many, so many different the, outcomes. And my favorite part about these changes uh, is that the fact that there aren't any numbers associated with them. They're more of ideas. That's the other thing we have to yeah. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Is that they're not like, oh, you're going to get 1.7, because that, that makes things more real. This is just like, hey, this is what we're looking into. This is what we've seen people on feedback, and they're talking about stuff like lowering the cost of common, uncommon, and rare dyes. I was going to say a that was really... my favorite one, hands down. That's I should have to play some... six plat to dye something white. Like, what the fuck, guys? Hello? 
That's it's real part life. of the gold sink, though. That's just the point of it. That's the point of the dying is whatever. Anyway, there, but there's some really, really fun stuff. Like Indigo said, what was it? The ability to extract runes from an item with gold. Yes. Instead of, instead of just having it destroyed, which they're mo- playing out the idea of making it gold-free, like just free to destroy an item, or removing a rune, sorry, you now would be able to extract it, and it kind of synergizes with another idea. Yeah, having well, so there, there are two things. I think it was a little unclear what you said. You'd have two options. One would be to destroy the rune, which you would lose the rune, but it wouldn't cost you anything. It would just disappear. And then yeah. extracting it would be you keep the rune, but you have to pay an amount of money for that service. Which so, is cool. Which is, yeah, that option is great. I mean, we have to see, like, how much that stuff costs first, if it's, like, really cost prohibitive or if it's, like, something you can grind out in a day and, like, re your stuff. I, I hope it's not because this is this is the thing is, is that if you're if you're playing and you get a piece of gear, my, my big problem with ruining, especially low level, is that I'm losing that rune at the end of the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. I, yeah. I use that rune. Great. I lost the parts to use it. I'm not going to be able to make it later. This sucks. Well, but see, now uh, they've kind of fixed that problem because they have sort of. like lower, much lower tier runes. They have like, yes, they have. They have a couple of tiers of runes that you can make. It, well, it, they're yeah, but now you're not. Ending. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, well, they're in this never ending quest to make runes more useful as you go throughout the game. So they're doing stuff like extracting the runes for gold, which means literally this would really benefit high tier players and progression raiders. Right. Yes. Because the amount of money they would spend on ruining out their gear and kidding and just it w- is almost astronomical. Now, if there becomes a new tier raid, they would have to spend another X amount of time regearing all their stuff. Exactly. If they're able to extract yeah. runes and reapply them to new gear as it happens, they don't have to worry about massive dips in like DPS or healing until they finally get upgraded runes or upgraded pieces of gear. They can just transfer them over re-slot them and they're good to go and who's to say we just had a huge meta shift recently with the way that all the stats are basically redone completely who's to say we won't have like a smaller meta shift down the road that will affect what runes are optimal what runes aren't optimal and to have to like lose out on all of that you know currency or all of that time in order to get all of those you know rune slots back into a place where you you know need them is it's ridiculous and it's all because you know they decided to update the game and change the amount of damage one assault power gave you or something you know what i mean like yeah there's so many we should clarify go ahead sorry finish that up i apologize the coffee's getting to me there's so many like there's so many ways they could change the meta and so many (laughs) it's so many so many uh so many different things they could do that would change the meta that it doesn't make sense to not give people an option like that basically so I was saying, and now I lost it because Indigo decided to crack me up and lose my... Oh, yeah, here we go. So the last little bullet point... I'm sorry, the coffee's getting to me. They're talking about adding in a vendor that mm-hmm. will allow you to essentially trade in lower tier runes for higher tier runes. And we should also slightly explain this because we have more new players coming in. You might see this by level 15. You'll start getting these runes and rune slots in your gear, which allow you to augment the abilities and powers, maybe extra specials you'll get while you're leveling and doing damage or healing. So that's what a rune is. Now, the cool part about this possible vendor, this trade-in vendor, you can spend the time if you want to and just farm a ton of old-school runes And if there's, like, not a, like, weird guideline rule but you can't can't do with them. And you could probably hit yourself out with decent-sized runes. Obviously not divine and pure because those are super high and only available in raids. But if you wish to spend the time, you could probably, you know, ruin yourself out pretty decently or save up a ton of runes until you get to 50 and then give yourself a fresh set of pretty decent runes to go with. That will only be on PTR first until they realize what they do and don't want to do with it. Mm -hmm. And then it might go live. But as always, if we are talking about anything from PTR or that might go to PTR, 
It is all subject to change. It might be gone by the time we talk about this next, or it might seriously just show up randomly in a live game note. Who knows? So keep that in mind with economy and trade skill updates and for the next game update. So let's move on to other game update possible things. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the leak. The, leak. the, the leak. quote unquote leak. So a quick story about this, uh, and I'm going to tell it because Doc is going to skew the story in his favor because it's about him. Um, so we, we found this photo, or Doc found this photo on Twitter. Uh, Donatelli posted this uh, saying that he's testing uh, a new zone, basically. So we're looking at a, new, at a new zone. And so he comes in to chat with us and says, oh, my God, guys, Donatelli leaked a new zone. And we were like, oh, let's see. And it's just a, a Twitter with a picture, and he's saying this is a new zone. It's not a leak. Like, Indigo and I immediately... It's, it's not, a leak, not what a leak I can't is. even officially just, say it's a new zone. He's just showing a new zone. Yeah. Climb it's called mountain. It's called uh, advertising. Yes. That's true. I, it's, uh, for those of you that don't know or are listening, it's just essentially an engineer on a snowy mountaintop, and apparently the settings are really low because you can't see the horizon for shit. Nope. <laughs> Probably uh, intentionally. It is True. Northern Waste Point Two. Oh God, no! Two point zero. Please don't make me do that again. No. Why do you hate me, Donatelli? I- I'm just saying, if there is anything important, it's going to be right. Is what's right below that ledge? Because if you look to the right bottom corner, you there's can a big s- black thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're looking at isn't what's important. It's probably what's directly ab- below you that's really important. It's going to be a but mecha death droid. That, that is super, super nerdy of us. And like, oh my god, guys, did you see in the bottom right corner pixels? There oh my was, gosh! There was a picture. I'm just saying Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I do see an H. Oh my god, I hate you guys so much. Once I again, can't game update, it could disappear. Yep. Yeah. All you gotta do is like throw your your like your tongue in your cheeks together. I'm never throwing my tongue in your cheeks, Doc. Don't don't try. Right. It's okay. <laughs> we officially we officially now have a voice for every single one of us now. Right. Uh Krug is Oh god guys. And uh, I am apparently. Uh, no, 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 it's not low. It's high. It's meh. Like you have to like meh. Oh, oh, oh. Doc is, uh, uh, guys, that is not the proper pronunciation. Nerd rage. Of, of that. It's actually. <laughs> 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 That's not Wildstar related. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> you know what is so, Wildstar related? Hmm. Mounts? Cur- cur- yeah, mounts. Well, that's also Wildstar related. Krug- so Krug- going from yeah, going from one Twitter to another, Peppy has put something up of a personal wish list, and I kind of agree with him on this. Yep. If you guys do not know what this thing is, we're going to show it. it's a Kurg, and a Kurg is normally a pack animal that the Lops have brought over. So we've already seen the Snarfalinks. The Kurg is also from the Lop home planet. For those of you that are interested in the lore, they're mostly associated with the Lops, and so Pappy's like, "Hey, Bardic, let's do this." To which I say, where's my goddamn taco truck? <laughs> it's been so long since we talked about space taco truck. If you're going to talk about like, getting a Kurg mount, I want my goddamn space taco truck. I'm just saying also not a real interaction between two people that work in the same building with each other. Yeah. This is probably already a confirmed mount with internally. Yep. I'm just saying. I'm, I, I bet. I bet anything. And also it makes sense. Like this animal's meant to carry shit. How is it not already a mount? It would be a pretty fun multi-person mount. Honestly, Kurgs are kind of like. I don't think it's going to be a multi-person like, mount. I don't. Is I that a thing in any game? A, yeah. Yeah. Wow. A lot oh, really? of games have. No. Oh. A lot of games have at least like a one, to two, like a two-person mount at the very least. I believe you. So like, if you have like a leveling friend you go with, that way they don't have to 
like get lost in the area, you just travel along with them. Or, I, or if you have a uh, uh, like large area mount driven PVP reins. Oh. So like you get like three of you guys get on one mount and then head to a location. Sure. And then you all jump out. Yeah, it's nice. That's cool. It's like a it's like an evac. Yeah. I like Coming it. Coming into the LZ hot, everyone off the curb. <laughs> it just. They it would be kind of cool to so see. How would you land? They don't fly. They walk on their feet. Just jump off and pray you don't break your ankle. You're an idiot. Keep going. <laughs> Anyways, this is not a real uh, interaction between two people that work in the same building. This is them trying to get hyped for a new mount. I like it. I'm down. Let's well, you say out. that, but maybe we don't know. No, I mean. I think Indigo is more than likely correct. Hashtag space taco truck. Hashtag. Has- also, hashtag legitimate hashtag ex- curd mount. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next little piece of uh, fun little bit news is we get our first cash shop update. Uh, our very own Das Moose has a couple posts up on Instagram showing off some of the new things that are out on the cash shop. Uh, have you guys spent any money in the cash shop yet? I buy riding speed upgrades. That is it. I have not yet, and I actually really do want to. My reasoning was this. Fix the game to be playable first and part of the reason why i didn't play a whole lot last week was the one time i did get in i was able to pvp with you two mm-hmm. for about two matches i tried i had to wait so i got into a queue on my own and then the game lagged out and got my character stuck in Walatiki. and i was stuck i couldn't i couldn't log out and log back in pop into him and i couldn't log into any other characters it took me like 20 minutes and i said you know what forget it. i'm going to bed and on top of my other responsibilities i just waited i went i was able to get back on today and play around for a little bit. I'm so glad that all these issues are goddamn mostly fixed. High ping is a different story, mostly on my end. So to me, it's like, okay, cool. Now that I have a responsive game on my side again, I am more than willing to shell out the cash. I've got about 40 bucks that I set aside where I'm like, you know what? I'll support the game my way and do that. So I'll probably grab like my writing speed upgrade yeah. and a few cosmetic stuff and maybe some tokens to like just go back to the auction house and trade off whatever I get there. But yeah, these uh, upgrades look pretty good. I personally uh, can't stand the recolored mounts. That is starting to bother me. That's not surprising to me at all. It's not. I it's, mean, every it, it may not be a surprising thing, but I well, think he's just. Didn't you, it's just like didn't you two really really want diable weapons? This kind of is in the same category. I want no, a diable. I'll take a diable mount. I want a diable weapons and diable mounts. They should, if they're gonna release a shit ton of mounts and like make them different colors, they should just make every mount diable somehow, and then because it looks like all they're doing is putting like an overlay of color on the mount. It's just like one area, so That's make it. I know what they're doing. And then every yeah. time you change the dye color of the mount, make it cost however much these recolored mounts cost, so that you can just yeah. pick the fucking one you want. Like, why would they not just do that? Hello. True. And granted, these aren't even all of the cash items that recently come out. Everyone saw little scratches, which is a, like a Pumera style pet that came out there. Different color grinders. I believe that the, the the bandit carver or the bandit grinder, which is the one with the uh, the the, la- the old launch video, Granok on the on the back fender. That one's like doing giveaways, and I believe you can get it somehow some other way. So this is just some of the new items that, are, that have come out in the last week or two. There's obviously not all of them. Some I, of them are kind of cool, and they'll be really fun to see what what uh, costumers do with these guys. Right. I'll be honest; I really want the witch doctor one. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I like it the hat, cool. the voodoo hat with the fucking skull face. I'm really digging that one. That one looks really, really cool. The outlaw uh, looks pretty good, too. The Voodoo Doctor was the one I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> spend more money than I probably should. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to go the trying keyword of going the Omnibits route. That's, that's yeah. 
That's yes, what I'm trying to do. Oh, yeah, for and costume stuff, I'm going to try to only use Omnibits. Speaking of this, Krug and I had a discussion about Omnibits a few weeks ago. It was a quick conversation when I was able to get online. And he asked me, um, something along the lines of, he said something like, did you get this mount? Like, oh, oh no, it was the hoverboard. The, the phase oh, tech Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, no, where did you get that? I'm like, oh, I got this because I had this tier level of cosmic rewards. And I guess this is more of like a funny rant because I and I went and looked through all my cosmic rewards. I didn't see that. I'm like, I, I don't have it. What happened? Oh, it's this rank right here. I'm like, wait, how did you spend more money than me on this game already? It was just like a random thing where he had more cosmic points than I did. Like, it just made no sense. Fucking so loaded, weird. bro. Did I not tell you? It's because it's you do have a new stand-up desk. I've, yeah, uh, it's so good. I want one so bad now. I hate you so much I for making me want one. one. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, when he sh showed me that, I actually ended up going to Ikea and finding one. And I'm like, I kind of really want it. How much is it? It's like 180 bucks at uh, Ikea. Yeah, it's not that much. Sorry, hold it's on. It's the first time I've ever been to Ikea I'm, as well. It's, Ikea's a weird fucking I can't place. stop it. It's going away. But I can like... Anyway, while he's busy adjusting himself, we're going to keep going. So this, <laughs> this is a big issue. I got a tweet about this on... I got what? Like Friday or Thursday from a really awesome friend of the show. And I saw this on as well as on the subreddit and on the forums. And for those of you that don't know, early on in the game, people were trying to game the system any way they can, and that kind of happens. Every time you have some way to game the system, people are going to do it. It's really prevalent in Halls of the Bloodsworn, where if you were to cap the uh, the, the capture points, it would actually increase your, 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 your progress through the battle, you would get extra XP for it. Now that we have an influx of free-to-play players and players who want to fast-level their alts as fast as they can through whatever means necessary, cap trading came back. And for those of you that don't know, is yeah. that where the attackers, or sorry, the defenders, will not stop the attackers from taking over the two secondary objective cap points. So the attackers will constantly get extra experience per time, and then when the game switches, the new attackers will do the same thing, and the current defenders will do nothing. Yeah, basically they sit there, they capture, and then they walk away, and then the other ones uh, uncapture it, and then yeah. someone else recaptures it. So and this is different from the problems we were seeing when... Uh when the game first launched, which was win trading, people would trade yeah. victories. This isn't even that. This is just trading uh, and the caps, goal behind like it. it's trading objectives, which is but what, Well, the goal behind not, it is you would have faster halls of the Bloodsworn matches so that you can effectively just power level your way through PvP like that, which is which really, really sucks because then players who really want to play are getting bitched out and reported by other players. Yeah. Like, they're literally telling them don't touch the caps. Like you're, we will actually report you for obstructing the game or some bullshit like that. I saw someone tell me that, and I thought, well, one, it's bullshit because you're playing a game. I, I don't. I, I totally understand a path of least resistance that players play, that they do for themselves. But at that point, you're actually impacting the game itself for other players other than yourself. Right. Go ahead and stack the deck in your favor, however you want a power level. But if you're impacting other players' ability to enjoy a game. I don't care what, whatever you do and don't like about Halls of the Bloodsworn. The fact that you're actually going to intentionally screw the game over just to get an extra level or two out of your experience out of the way, that's kind of like, it's kind of bullshit. Well, and yeah. all that having been said, Carbine took at least some kind of action in order to remedy the problem, which is they reduced the benefit you get from capping a point to just nothing. practically nothing. Pretty much nothing. No, it's, no, they got rid of the reward. No, it's, it, no, it's there's still a reward for capping. There's it's a tiny. You tiny get bit. like point zero one percent of your XP. It's tiny. Yeah. It's it's That's, practically it's nothing. Really? Yeah, it's, it's practically nothing. Um, but so they did say. that, 
And they, they did say, however, that that is a temporary fix until they figure out how they want to deal with the problem. So they admit it's a problem, which is a good. That's like the first step towards recovery. They put out a temporary <laughs> fix for it that isn't, I will admit, not clean at all because I'm going to PvP a shit ton tonight. I, I'm curious to see how many times I'm going to level, uh, but it probably won't be nearly as many times as I leveled last night or the night before whenever I was on. Um, and, and and then they're going to you know work on a real solution and take away their temporary solution and put in a real solution. We just have to hope that they remember to do what, that. What would be I don't a real have a solution problem. for this, though. I don't have a problem with getting rid of the XP bonus. Like, I, I legitimately don't find that there's an issue with that. I think they, they want to keep the level of reward for doing PvP the same. I don't think they want to reduce the reward. They just have to figure out how to do it correctly. I saw a really good idea on the forums, which was uh, put a cooldown on that reward. <laughs> you both kind of go... <laughs> yeah, but that, well, that, that, doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't change it. Because, what? okay, so there's... It, it, Halls of Blood Sworn is, what, 10v10? Uh, yes. So you have yes. five people on the right side, five people on the left side. First person goes, caps the, uh, the side. Then they walk to the back of the line. The other team uncaps it. Then the second person in line caps it. No, 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 no. Like, for the whole team. Like, this has been capped. It cannot give experience for this amount of time to anyone. But that's that's worse than what it currently is. Because so. what what How many times legi- do, do objectives what if change le- hands? It's not very much. Yeah, it does. If we're legitimately playing and it gets capped and then it gets uncapped, I'm going to be fighting to get that recapped. And if I get it capped and I don't get a reward for it, but the dude that capped it before does, that's horseshit. Well, then maybe the reward is spread across the whole team. Because technically the whole team's contributing to that cap. Whether exactly. You're, whether you're distracting someone or whether you're like but actively think, pushing pushing the button, everybody contributed. So but whenever the why team does it matter, ha- why what? does the, if that's the case, then then why don't you just give an overall reward value for victory versus giving uh, individual caps or points? Like that doesn't make sense. I see what you're saying. So just if, increase if the reward ha- for winning and and losing. I guess you'd have to increase the reward for losing by a little bit. And yeah. Then, so- so I, take I mean, away the reward for everything that happens in the game. That makes sense. Then people will just go back to win trading, like to be perfectly yeah. honest. Oh, uh, yeah. There's no clear cut answer for it. Yeah, then, then this is why they had to put in Yeah. <laughs> this is why they put in a temporary fix, I think, because there there are a lot of different things they could throw at this, but they kind of want to make sure that the solution they find in the end is going to be the right one. Yeah, there, there's no, there's no point of giving an individual reward for completing an objective. If your team goes and does the objectives and you win, because that's the only way you can win is if you do the objectives, then your team is going to get a, a larger reward. But again, then people will just go back to win trading instead of cap trading. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if if you don't give out an individual reward after, I think if you give it out after the fact, it might be a little bit better. Like once the game is ended, you see something like most damage dealt or most caps assisted on or most blah 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 then you would get like a tiny fraction of experience oh because God. the idea is yeah, not hold on, hold on. Really, quick. really quick I have to point this out Tekken Dagger says I just played a game where somebody had 109 caps in one game that's disgusting what? that's bullshit that's disgusting I did not realize that it was fucking that bad that's oh horrible Jesus anyway. Christ they, they essentially all in all that for the most part is done it was there like i said once again they've been super quick on this stuff and yeah we have some people complaining and no one person did complain in or no, a few people did in the, in the subreddit or the or the forums like oh well now i can't do this blah 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 well, I've, I've tried my best to, to, to play this game fairly and blah blah, blah. And my response is one if 
if you say you are truing it doing it fairly i'm sorry as another community member to another one that fucking sucks because the work you put in to try and better your own skill set and to end the game faster and be a, a, a an asset to your team goes out the window because of a few bad seeds who just want to just e-jerk themselves off for how fast they can get to level 50 and then try and reap the benefits of all the all the renown or all the uh not glory prestige, prestige. they get 40 but I'm not trying to doubt you when you say that, but maybe you are part of the problem. Well, but this is this is my issue. You don't know the is person. That, don't tell them that. I don't you know the problem. Th this is my this is my issue. Is they are talking about how uh, you know they weren't getting as much experience now as they were before, and now it's it's not viable to level via PvP. I'm gonna tell you something right totally now. It is a hundred percent still fucking hey, viable. Full advantage. Like, when crew because i like playing with other people when we pvp so when krug and i pvp together like he sometimes will get like the other day he was two levels ahead of me so i stayed on a little bit level late and i was was leveling through quests without him and it was way fucking longer than it was to pvp so yeah. sitting there saying that oh it's not viable anymore blah, 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 that's bullshit it's still completely viable. You can still level. Even if you're getting, like, I think the, the numbers they're saying is like, oh, I used to get a full level and now I'm only getting 28%. Uh, 28%, you, you, you play four matches and you level. Like, that's really good. <laughs> but, yeah, and then you PvE know. in between or you don't, like, whatever. I, honestly, I, I just, I, I want to wait and see what they do. And uh, I, I hope they change it from what it is now. I don't think what it is now is, is a good solution. I think it's a good temporary solution. I think it's good that they act yeah. as quickly as they did to prevent that bullshit from continuing. 109 caps, fucking retired. That guy should get banned. Uh, and yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, and, yeah, and let's move on to the next part because that's just ridiculous. It's We needed to talk about it because it really was the case. Yeah. Oh, great. It's the it's the part where I get to go sleep. It's my in. favorite part yourself so cory Hurden came back for more lore yes and the best part was he didn't just kind of reopen the lore thread he or did you actually are you bringing a blanket you, have a blanket? <laughs> you, you know what screw him i'm gonna keep going so cory Hurden, for you don't know he's a voice of phineas he wrote a star he came back to subreddit and said hey i'm gonna answer more lore questions for you guys yay and not only that he actually came back to the old thread and brought those questions back in to convey them now once again the main topic of discussion happened to be the free bots the Makari <laughs> and the Karamanos. and it's a lot of really cool stuff like inter, like interspecies relations like stuff like how did the how did the Makari talk with the Freebots how do they handle themselves uh, is are are the Cassian politics really as Shakespearean or George R. R. Martin as they appear to be you know what happens to the different subcultures of the Granok so I strongly strongly recommend if you just kind of want to know more about what makes this game tick and the inhabitants of the game definitely go to this thread and read it not all of it's 100% official lore. It's from a guy who has a deep understanding of the lore and maybe at least one perspective of the lore and probably a bias on it. But once again, Corey Hardin knows what he's talking about. because Isn't that how history is written? By the victors? That is very true. <laughs> Everything has a bias to it. And every, maybe, he, maybe he really does enjoy that much. Like there's some really fascinating stuff, especially I didn't think about how the Makari and Freebots interact with each other. If you think about it, the Freebots are kind of like, in in a certain way, fledgling Makari. They just got their sentience. They're trying to discover their place in the world. But unlike the Makari, who not only have existed for a millennia, were created instead of just coming into being. And I don't remember exactly how the Freebots came into being, but I do apologize on that. But they kind of have this interesting bit where like maybe factions of them are protected 
on a neutrality thing with the Dominion, or some are just really looked down on, maybe more of an individual basis. So it's kind of cool how Corey and the lore team actually took time to think about how other species would interact with each other on more than just a base level. There seems to be more than just a general sweeping uh, generalization of it. So I strongly recommend it, especially to YouTube. Maybe I'll just read it and like read it to you, say it out loud to you guys. Hey, you guys I'm all, I, I love lore in games. I just don't want to read it. Like I, that's true. I, more had, data cubes. More I, data cubes I had a legitimate argument with a, a co-worker the other day about the difference between readable lore and lore that you explore in the game. Games that have like books where I have to sit there and take time out oh, of the yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. to sit there and read. I hate lore being given to me. Yeah, that it's way. like really obje- uh, obje- not objectively, really obtrusively expositional. Like it's just like, hey, this is the way things are. Look right here, instead of like taking you through an experience in order to learn well, the way gonna, things are. I'm going to say that the best part about written lore is it gets to have a unique experience that you can only do through written word. In the case of, of Wildstar, having like a, a data cube style recording of that one That's Protostar not even what I'm played, talking about. That, yeah, we're talking about you playing through the lore and yes. finding out via storyline. But, but playable, listenable lore is, is great. I Don't get me wrong. I agree with you guys. But readable lore is something that still can bring a unique perspective. Like, like I was trying to say, the the, the protostar employee that has an existential crisis, that kind of stuff. That that would take that would be largely unnecessary in a viewable, readable lore sense. But if you happen to find this book, a literal journal of this creature who was transformed against his will for the most part into a clone of another creature and is fighting an existential process in itself in a cartoony game is kind of unique. By and also, shock. okay, I got another counter for that. The Lusty Argorian. I'm just, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's I for anyone that plays Elder Scrolls, the Lusty Argorian barmaid. I'll just leave it at that. And so, there's no so, way out, no it, way that thing is awesome in a, in a viewable, listenable sense. You have to read it because it, it is thrashy, it, trashy romance. Bioshock, you find these recorders and you listen to people talk. You can skip them if you don't want to, or you can actually sit there and listen to them. And it is just that. It is journal entries. Don't have to do anything directly dealing with the storyline. Some of them do, but not all of them do. And you can sit there and have the exact same thing, but I get to listen to it. I don't have to sit there. I can still go in and play and fight and, and, and enjoy the game or even craft while I'm listening to an audio version of what I'm, I could have been reading. That's my that's my issue is that it, it, there are, I agree, ha- having to play through the 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 protostar guy that kills himself because he starts to become, or not. He doesn't kill himself. Sorry. He dies accidentally. But like, yeah, I agree. You don't there's no storyline. I don't have to. I can't play through that, but I can find a data recorder that has that same information. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't make me so, have to read. Don't make me have to take <laughs> away from the game to enjoy the game. That doesn't make sense to me. All right, so I have a question for chat and for podcast listeners, and we'd love it if you can tweet it. This is super impromptu. My co-hosts don't obviously know that. This is just spur of the moment for this discussion. What, what's different than normal? <laughs> Let us know if you actually like and prefer. What are you doing? I'm getting ready to do something complicated. No, I, I just know what he's going to do. I know he's. Gonna Let do. us know if you would actually prefer readable lore or something that you could you'd rather just listen to and or watch and just kind of not distract yourself from the game, or do you actually prefer discovering this stuff and taking time to piece it together and read it? So, so simple. So uh, if you want to, if you want to answer that question, uh, send it to underscore Q times and throw the hashtag lore. Or lore, but get it. No, just lore. It's uh, easy. Lore. It's short. Hashtag and, lore. 
hashtag lore and and tell us what you guys think yeah that'd be great be kind of fun mm-hmm. and we'll see what we have some responses to next week yeah so moving on to the next bits of news there's been a discussion on reddit that pretty much you guys want to talk about this because i'm i i've completely just missed this one and it is, i haven't had a chance to read the whole okay thing yet. so um the 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 person on the subreddit is complaining about uh carbine's uh costume and pet uh purchases from the cash shop so and die. and die uh so they're saying that if they buy any of this it should be account bound and not individual uh i'm actually on this person's side uh if i buy amount if i spend real money and I spend, uh, you know, for a pet, and I only get it on one of my characters, I'm less likely to buy that than I would if I got it across all of my characters. And mm-hmm. I, I'm on their team, too. I think the reason they're not doing that is obviously so that people spend more money because if they, you know, buy a costume and like it and they want to put it on other characters, they have to buy the costume. Actually, no, I take that back. The costumes are account-bound. They're, yeah, the costumes are account. Oh, every single oh, costume it's, it's is account. Pets, bound. mounts, and other hilarious slash uh, utility items. So yeah. utility items, I'm kind of hit and miss on. Yeah, anything, anything cosmetic like uh, uh, mounts. Let's take mounts for example. So you buy a mount, you like it, you want it on all your characters. You have to spend a fuck ton of money. So I think a good way of doing this would be so in the costume shop, you have the ability to unlock an item. Why don't they make it so that you can unlock an item? Oh, but you can unlock it for your whole account. Eh. That idea doesn't make any sense. Like, how about this? So, say the Snarflinks. So, Snarflinks is not account bound. It is character bound. Right. Now, would would it be more beneficial to have an option where, hey guys, because this was tied to a specific character in the past, has a unique rule set to it, would you be willing to spend Omni bits and or end coin because that's really what they would do to make this mount account bound? Yeah. Or if they, yeah, they do like a discount for single character purchases, and then they do like, okay, this is the price for the account bound version of the thing. Yeah. But and then I they, they can't make the price stuff. that high because then nobody's going to fucking well, buy and, it. Well, and, and I, think, I think the reasoning behind it, I agree, is that they want people to buy the same items for each character. Everyone needs to buy this, the mount speed for each one of their characters. But I honestly feel that with the pets and the mounts, that they're not going to get that repeat traffic with those things. You know, the the, oh, yeah. the mount speed, uh, yeah, I can see them getting return traffic with that. You know, people buying the mount speed over and over and over again. But if I buy a mount or a pet for a specific character and I don't get it across the other ones, I don't know if I'm going to, like, spend the money to buy it again. That doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Uh, okay, so let's see. If I have to buy the pet, I would prefer it to be account bound. If it's a pet that's only discoverable, I don't want it account bound. The reason, I, and it, sound, it seems kind of lame, like, why don't you just no, make them all account bound? No, no, that no, kinda, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, and it, same thing with mounts. I feel like mounts are are less utility and more mandatory because people need that movement speed. I believe that the uh, the movement speed increase, on the other hand, I'm totally cool with being a per-character purchase. It sounds lame, but because you do get repeat traffic for it, it's supposed to be a gold sync and or an omni-bit sync. You don't want people amassing a ton of omni-bits. The idea is to keep a market on that thing where you can engage how you want future items to come out. Stuff like your housing decor limit and that kind of stuff, I feel is it should be account bound as well because that's that's more than just utility. That is something that people are definitely spending time and money and, and effort into. And more an account, like I said, the mountain speed boost, is completely optional. It has no direct impact on the game. And and housing has a much more direct impact on the game. And I feel like 
in that case, you need to give them their money's worth. It's cosmetic stuff like like mounts and pets, on the other hand. So I, th- I think I we're all kind of on the same team. We all want yeah. to see more account-bound things, like things that don't affect gameplay, like the movement speed if it's increases. A super, exactly. If it's is, a super yeah. rare item, like that Snarflinks, I, well, I would like can, to see an option for it, but I don't believe it has to be. I, I mean, you can turn around because I, I know I, I, I agree with the statement that you make is if they did make it account bound, a lot of people are going to be upset because they bought the box multiple mm-hmm. times so that they could, in fact, get the Snarf Links mount uh, multiple times or whatever their whole agreement. Well, was. maybe not. Maybe not retroactively, but moving forward, I think. Yeah. Moving forward, items that are cash shop items can are going to be account bound. Right. Um, is it time for a PSA? I think it's time for a PSA. Do, 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 the more you know. So, Indigo and I have been playing PvP. We've noticed a lot of people having difficulty with two very specific things. We wanted to make a little PSA to... Oh, my favorite. ...to inform the general population... Uh, Son, there's number one. There's more than two. Okay, well, I have two. You can get to the rest. Yeah. Uh, to inform the general population that listen to our show about a few things that you may not know about if you're new to the game, um, specifically uh, for uh, being knocked down, that is a, a, a state of being uh, stunned. It is called knockdown. Uh, your character will actually be on their back so you can tell that you're knocked down. If you dash while you're in that state, it goes away immediately. You get back up. So all you have to do is dash. The second thing is if you're in Wall Tiki Explain Temple... Explain to them what a dash is. Oh, so quick, double gotcha. tap on your key yes. or hold shift to hit an ability if you key bind it to something else. They only get two charges, by the way. So they use they them sparingly. Refill. They refill over time. Yes. Over time, yeah. Those are things. Um, yeah, so if, if you go and look into your key binds, figure out what dash is bound to. I think by default, it's double tap to, to dash, yeah. right? Um, the other thing is if you're carrying a mask in Wall Tiki Temple and you use an ability that makes you move further... Like, uh, for example, urgency on a medic, or false retreat on a stalker. Is that the right? No, uh, yes. pounce, pounce. Or is pounce. Anything that displaces you, yes. a massive amount, like void slip, pounce, displacement, that kind of stuff, your your, your mask will drop. On two yes. ground. And then yes. you will have to pick it up again. And there's no chance that you will pick it up again. <laughs> if, you, if you have to stealth, it displaces you, so you drop the mount. If you have to leap, it displaces you, it drops, sorry, drops the, drops the last flag. Flag. If you spatial ship, it displaces you, it drops the flag. Right. So it's so you would assume in other games don't that would be that. a benefit. Not so much in this one. Don't yeah. do that. Unless you're about to die or something. But if like if you're just entering your base, there's no one following you, don't don't drop the mask. Like just take yeah. it in and drop it. And if, and for that, the reasoning is is that the idea is to enforce team play mechanics. You're you burdened with the mask, you run slower, you can still defend yourself but you cannot move. You need your team to come back you up. Right. So if you want to go Rambo and Wildstar and Wallace Temple, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a you're bad have day. You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> exactly. The, the other thing that uh, I find very, very important uh, is that um, there are some classes that have area of effect abilities. Uh, one of the most known one... Go fuck themselves. Uh, one of them is the Esper's uh, release ability. Telekinetic storm, exactly. Where it hits a single target, but a circle appears around them, and no matter where they go in that circle, uh, if you're in it, you take damage per second. Can so, I say it? Can I say it, please? What? 
Get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> don't get the fuck away from me! Don't stand yes. near people that okay, are trying to I, capture objectives. I am on the flag and I am trying to capture it, and you have this stupid fucking circle around you. Don't get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> don't run to me! Oh my god, I lost the I lost so many flags because there hey were guys are helping. <laughs> okay, this was supposed to not dissolve into being dicks, but apparently that's what we're <laughs> doing. That one that one goes without saying. Uh, I have a if, you, if you have a telegraph around you. If if there is an enemy telegraph that follows you around, don't take it towards somebody who's in the middle of capturing an objective. Boom. Or in general. Just Well no no no. Just like I, I can see Take the telegraph, move it to the side, wait till it ends, and come back. You're not going to miss anything. As as a healer, if I have a telegraph on me, I can I will sometimes decide it is more important for me to be in range of that person to heal them than it is for me to not deal damage to this person. Like I don't care if I'm dealing damage to an engineer tank. Like I don't give a fuck. He can take as much damage no. as he wants. But if, if that engineer you- <laughs> tank is in the middle of capturing an objective, that person over there is going to die. I'm not going to interrupt that shit. Like he's going to capture that objective. And then I'm going to heal the engineer tank. And again, that person over there, totally dead. Totally dead. Yeah. And I don't feel bad about it at all because I'm protecting the objective. Sounds kind of mean, but yeah, the objective is the No, it's the not game. mean. It's just that's that's how you win the game. That's you just Now, I, I have, I have a, a tip, I guess a personal tip. If you're new to PvPing in Wildstar, learn to love your utility tree. Yeah. Because survivability in, in Wildstar PvP is paramount. It's nice that you can do a ton of damage, but if you die in two hits... What's the point of all your damage? It's the same thing as your travels through dungeons, the same thing your travels in adventures and expeditions. If you need to survive, it's always paramount. And the fun part is your utility tree gives you a ton of stuff. Dashes, interrupts, displacement abilities, extra shields, extra health or something, clones, extra targets for someone to hit, yeah, bum rushes. Play with it. Don't play with it's it. not necessary. Like I think we had somebody on that said that PvP was kind of a weird meta and they couldn't really figure out exactly what the most optimal build is. And I think, and we talked about this back then, that that's because there's a human element to it that you can't really pinpoint. Like sometimes as a healer, I'm not focused at all and I could do without my dash. Yeah. But sometimes as a healer, I am focused all the time and I need two. So it's it's kind of like you the need to just players. figure out what the game, what's what the problem is in the game and build yourself towards that problem. Are the and healers getting focused deaths. a lot? Do I need to really specifically focus on saving myself and then focus on saving the team? Or do I need to focus on like, oh, there's a lot of AoE damage, I just need AoE heals. Or is there a lot of single target damage onto objective carriers and that's the only time they really like come out in force? I need to do single target healing. Like that's kind of how that works. My favorite thing to do, and I've seen other people do this on Warriors, and it's not for everybody, but the Warriors that are the hardest to kill, they have their bum rush, they have their leap, they have their grapple, they have their concussive grenade, and they have maybe one or two DPS moves. It's that's pretty and the reason why is because if they if they need to get the fuck out of dodge, they just bum rush, they leap over, and then if they need to pull somebody off the flag carrier, they can do that. And you're actually helping your team far more than just going in there and whirlwinding everybody and hoping you can kill somebody. Right. Spin it to win it, bro. <laughs> well, not well, that's actually counterintuitive to what I'm saying right there. Oh, <laughs> he just likes the phrase. Just let him have it. All right, it's That's okay. very true. You don't need to Basically, bring him down. Learn to love and experiment. PvP is the best place for it. And like Krug said, if you die, oh well. Figure out what went wrong. You can change your LAS really, really quickly and adapt to it and at all completely fast. The game will not be over for the most part 
in those 10 seconds it takes you to like take off your if you're a stalker a random ruin and then put on pounce you can jump back in you'll actually you tend to be much more effective for that so just little psa tips from the three of us so let's move on to the strange tales from the community this is my favorite one this first one go for it Krug. all right so somebody was questing and they found a mountain and it's called glitch mountain and i'm gonna play it for you in the thing <laughs> and it's just look at it look at it go <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened there. I have like, no legitimately, idea. for those it's of you, probably who, that specific mount on that specific location causes that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like the funniest thing for those of you listening on the podcast. He's basically panning his camera around, and the texture on the top of the mountain is changing from like tree to like I don't know some metal Dominion thing. Metal. And then there's one where there's like a scorpion. It's weird. Just go to the show notes, click the link. It's the funniest thing I've seen in Wildstar. Oh my god! Just, I still like. I still like. What the, the fuck is happening? The <laughs> so the, I also wanted to show off everybody oh, something new and fun that we missed off it. It's uh, Wildstar's gear progression guide. It's from the community. It's from a comp dot me. Yes. And it's basically saying, hey guys, if you're new to this and if you want to progress, come check this out. And this is, we, we said it before on the podcast, and now you have another written source. What do I do when I get to 50? How do I do this? What is the actual like progression ladder for this kind of stuff? And they basically say, look, Renown Gear, hit up veteran adventures. People are going onto the subreddit forums more and saying, guys, we love it that you want to jump into veteran adventures so you can get your tombing out of the way, but maybe you should go learn more mechanics in adventures and then come back to the dungeons. Crafted Gear has a place in this game. Go check that out and do it. So it, it's a fun little thing that people should yeah. really would really. It's basically like, like where where do I go next to be better? So once I hit yeah. fifty, get renowned gear, get veteran adventure gears, get crafted gear, get veteran dungeon gear, get world boss gear, get genetic gear, so on and so on and so on. Uh, it's really useful. When I started playing or when I became fifty for the first time, I didn't know any of this information, and this would have been a very very helpful guide. So I highly recommend going through and reading this whole thing, taking it to heart. Uh, and keeping an eye on this content creator because this this is a really good guide and I think he's going to put out a lot of good stuff to uh, continue. Yep. Yes, we can link and, that oh, again. We're going to link it in just a moment and we're going to move on to the next bit. And just because we like also like highlighting our own community, I don't remember if Geeks and Nexus put out a podcast week this week. I do apologize. I'm almost certain they did, but I missed it at the point of this recording. But also, it's TJ's back with the Hollow Show, and this week he's doing some more. He's getting more and more submissions, which is really nice because he gets to talk to people and what they did and get their characters down. So he's got a really cool Dragon Warriors working he, that showed up. He's got, I think, I believe it's an Esper or a Spell Slinger, and that showed up in the uh, all the items you get. You're a cool engineer. So once again, if you don't know it, it's the Hollow Show is basically a roundup of of community costumes and guide guide channels. And trying to show you can do like all these kind of cool, fashionable choices with your character to make them stand out and be themselves. Maybe go get yourself a nice, pretty pink Equivar mount to top it all off. <laughs> yeah, and it's a really cool guide because he shows you exactly how to make the costumes that he shows off. He's not just saying this is a pretty costume. He's like, this is a pretty costume. These are the items and dyes I used. Like, it's super useful. Like, uh, for inspiration and for mechanically figuring out how to produce the things that he's producing or that the people that are submitting to him are producing. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, and uh, anyone can submit. There's actually the back half of the video actually shows you this process of submitting. And I was actually thinking about submitting one of mine. Ooh. That's hmm. actually a good idea. We should all make costumes that look like us, like our real-life selves, and then submit them. So, like a schmuck? Yeah, like a plebby beard guy and, like, 
plebby white guy and plebby brown guy. Be good. Be <laughs> I don't know if they have a beard this big in the game, man. I'm 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 honestly trying to to fight for uh, biggest Wildstar beard with uh with what's his name? Oh, what is his name? Oh, what is his name? Avid Guru. Speaking of which, the last community bit of news we have this week is Wildcast is back. This time they're talking to QMG Saints. For those of you who don't know who he is, he is a prominent Twitch streamer. He has been on the Wildstar stream for or Wildstar streaming for a long while. A lot of people really enjoy his stuff and what he does. So they invited him on for the show. They talked about a lot of stuff as well. So as always, strongly recommend Wildcast because those two gentlemen, Avid Guru and Behalter, are fantastic. Absolutely. They're wonderful gentlemen. And like gentlemen. I said, Geeks and Nexus, I'm sorry I missed it if you guys showed up this week. We are surprisingly under an hour today. We're, we kind of raced through it unintentionally. It's really weird. Coffee. Yeah, you had coffee and I want to play Wildstar. <laughs> to be well, do, we don't want to end it now, do we? Well, it's, that's I mean, we're seven we minutes always, away. Yeah. Okay, well, what do you guys want to talk about then? We have a whole list of little chit-chat ideas. Or do you just give up now? Well, give up. We're going to go play Wildstar, bro. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think we did a really... Oh, did you guys test out your uh, add-on that you guys wanted to test out? Oh, my God, no. I haven't been on all day, all week. I played Damn poker. It. Louis Hold'em. Why don't oh, you did? Well, yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. I didn't do any, uh, I didn't put any money on it. I didn't try that thing out. Maybe the three of us can do that internally. How about, how about this? Instead of doing a Negri Pass, we just do a live Negri Pass in game. That wouldn't work for, for the podcast. live stream. That, that's also true. So, for this week <laughs> in Wildstar, I'm Indigo. That's not what the show's called. It's called Strange Tales from Outer Space. Oh, what is wow. It? Are you jumping ship already? Is that what it is? <laughs> this is, is not, that's else? not the name I, of the show. Is this how we know? You. Is this how you, you break are, my heart? You were the dumbest this- person. You got the name of the show wrong? What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the actual fuck? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, that was the news. This is STOS. I'm Indigo. Krug, where can people find you? You can find me at KrugQT on Twitter. You can email me. My email address is Krug at QTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S.com, baby. Mm. Doc, what about you? Uh, first off, give us a tweet about whether you like the lore being readable or listenable, watchable while you play. So do that at underscore, underscore times at Twitter. As for myself, Doc, you can find me on Twitter at DocQT. It is the best way to get a hold of me. Hopefully you guys can see me in game. I mean, right now I'm playing a lot of Dominion on my Sharkbait character. So there's that. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Anyways. Oh, no, it's I- more like Sharkbait. Ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm in. You guys can find me on Twitter at Indigo Jones QT. You can email me at indigo at qtimes.com. You can get a hold of all three of us at stos at qtimes.com. As for this live stream, we're out. Sunday, <laughs> I was going to say you can catch us at 5 p.m. PM. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can catch us at 5 p.m. P- PMT? PST? PST? PDT. PDT? See, there's too many. There's too many. I'm out. Fucking end the show, guys. Hello? (laughs) That's it for the show this week. Live streamers, stay tuned. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, God. Can we play Wildstar now? I will look at you as long as I feel like it. At least until you like and subscribe to all of these videos. Every single one of them. I mean, technically, you can only like all of them and maybe subscribe to the channel. You can't really subscribe to one of the videos. But not the other videos, but... Do it even, though I say it. Mm.